One of the biggest things that people deal with in life, one of the top stressors, one of the things I notice on health intake forms and during my new client intakes with people, one of the biggest factors that change things that can act as a trigger is death, whether it's death of someone close, whether it's someone far, whether it's someone they haven't seen in a while, someone they just saw, etc. It's a big factor. And my wife's grandfather, he passed away a couple of weeks ago. And it's been tough because we saw him literally just a few days before he passed away. He had a heart attack. And we had just saw him. And then he's gone. And it just really makes you have a different thought process about the planet and your life. It's a finite thing. None of us are going to live forever, even though we want to. And there's trees and grass and things that come and go and turn brown and fade away. And the same thing happens to us. We come from dust and we end up with dust or come from dirt and end up with dirt again. And so really the whole thing comes full circle. So I'll play a little brief song here and to just celebrate his life, he's he meant a lot to us. We had a lot of fun with him. He was just a hilarious guy. He told some absolutely hilarious stories. And, uh, oh, man, just I love the old sayings that, that people in their 70s and 80s come up with, the sayings that are kind of dying out, the sayings that are important in life. Like my grandma, she told me one the other day. She said, family and fish stinks after three days. I thought that one was hilarious. So... <laughs> I'm sure your family members have sayings that you love too. So anyhow, I'm going to reintroduce myself right after this little song clip, but I just wanted to leave this quick message after the fact and just say that if you have lost a loved one, I know it's tough. You will get through it. Life goes on and ultimately we will all return back to the earth. And that's something that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Don't be afraid. Everything will be okay. So let's enjoy this and then we'll get into the show. Hello, welcome back. I'm your host, Evan Brand. Thanks for joining me. Today's going to be a shorter podcast and just a quick one. I really just threw Megan under the uh, under the gun here. I called her and I said, hey, can we do a quick podcast? So Megan Gump, she's a nutritional therapy practitioner. She's also my new client coordinator. I have her on my staff to help out in terms of creating food journals with people, modifying food journals, helping with the autoimmune diet, helping with other types of diets that we have to integrate to get people better. So if you've already scheduled and you've already spoke with Megan, then you'll know how awesome she is. Megan's been a true, true, true blessing in my life, and she's enabled me to help hundreds of more people per year. So when you schedule an introductory call, she's who you talk with, and I fully trained her on all my methods, which she's not implementing all of my methods yet, but she's been fully trained, so she at least knows the process and can fully understand how to help you and can make sure that when you do call in for an introductory call with us, that she can determine if you're a right fit for my care. Anyhow, 
she's in Houston. She got hit by the hurricane bad. I thought she was going to lose her chickens, maybe lose her house. Who knows? I mean, I was checking in with her the past week, as you've seen, I'm sure, on the media about the hurricane. And now we've got this new hurricane that's coming into Florida. So quite an intense end to the summer here in the Northern Hemisphere. If you guys are listening down in Australia and other places, well, maybe you have no idea, but it's been pretty intense here. A couple of quick messages for you. I've really, maybe this is more like a deep message, so this might end up being long. I really want you to be confident in your practitioner, whoever it is, whether it's myself, whether it's someone else, whether it's a nurse practitioner that you deal with, whether it's a supposedly integrative doctor, which most of them are not integrative at all, whether it's just a standard MD, whoever it is, I just, I want you to be confident and I want you to enjoy that relationship because the days of where you bow down and you kiss a practitioner's feet and you just listen to everything they do, those days are gone. What I do with people is I hold your hand as little or as much as you possibly need, and I tell you, look, here's the deal. Here's the truth about it. Here is a solution to your problem. Here's how we're going to address the root cause. Here's how this is tied into this body system. Here's how this part of the spider web affects this part of the spider web. What spawned this rant was this morning my wife and I took our daughter to our pediatrician, which she's a functional pediatrician. She's awesome. Maybe she was running late. I don't know. She's got like nine kids. She's crazy. And so we had a nurse practitioner come in. I thought, oh, great. Anytime I hear nurse practitioner, which I have many nurse practitioners as clients, so I'm not I'm not hating on you guys. But anytime I hear that, I think, oh, great. Is she going to be functional? Is she going to be what we expect just like we expect out of our doctor to help us address root causes if anything's going on with our baby. And so she had this little rash on her cheek. Her diet's super clean. My wife's diet's super clean. So we know it's probably not a food sensitivity because we've eliminated pretty much everything. We're both pretty much on an AIP diet. And we said, well, what do you think this little this little spot is? It kind of pops up on her cheek. I don't know. Just keep an eye on it. It's like, that's not what we come here for. When I go to another practitioner, I expect them to be smarter. I expect them to be more thoughtful. I expect them to look deeper. I expect them to provide some other type of lens onto a situation that I've not added. So needless to say, I left frustrated and I told my wife, man, that was the biggest waste of time. I could have told you that. Keep an eye on it. No solutions, no potential root causes, didn't bring up diet, didn't bring up anything. I thought, man, it's really a shame that that our doctor, I don't know if she was late or just not in the office today or what the deal was, but that encouraged me to encourage you guys the same thing, that speak up, and if you're not happy with something, don't proceed. Maybe you get stuck in one-off situations like that, which will not happen again for us because I'll make sure that we don't see her again, but I want you to really understand that you're the boss at the end of the day, and you probably know more than your practitioner in a lot of cases because you guys are smart. First of all, if you're listening to a podcast, you're much more savvy than the average person. So congratulations. I want to pat you on the back and thank you for that because most people have no clue that podcasting even exists. Most people are used to getting their health information in 30-second sound bites on CNN and other networks, which are partially owned by pharmaceutical companies. And so the messages that are within those companies and within those health programs are typically going to be slanted or biased towards promoting big pharma, which is not good. I know you know that. So you're smart. So first of all, you've already done the most important step, which is seek out media that is not broadcasted 
through a television. Seek out media where people are in the trenches, people are doing stuff. There's no filtering, there's no advertisements, there's no pharmaceutical drug companies in between the messages. It's just a pure and direct message. So that's step one. Step two, seek out a practitioner that is going to listen to you, first of all, which is why I changed my website. If you look on my homepage, evanbrand.com, you'll see that my first sentence says, I'll actually listen to you. And then after that, it says, let's address the root cause of your health symptoms via functional medicine and nutritional therapy. Because so many people come to me and they say, Evan, oh my God, I've been listened to for the first time in my life. I had such and such MD, I had such and such person, OBGYN, et cetera, that I was working with, and they said they were functional, but they don't listen to me. I leave the Australian the office frustrated, which I don't have an office. I've got a home office. So you guys don't have to drive and sit in traffic and sit for the practitioner, you know, in in the room reading a magazine. And then they say, after all that time, I leave and I have no solutions to the problem. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You know, you've had to go through 10 or 15 practitioners before you finally find one that, that listens. Listening is so important. I learned so much from you all. That's why I'm so grateful for you because I learned so much from you. I had a woman yesterday who I spoke with and she introduced me to a new doctor and a new type of therapy for mold. You know, I work with a lot of people with mold and fungus and Lyme and co-infections and mycoplasma and cytomegalovirus and Epstein-Barr and Bartonella and Babesia and uh, parasites, bacteria, yeast, all of it together. And so I'm pretty familiar, but I'm always open to hearing new information. So I don't get offended. When somebody sends me a link and they say, hey, go listen to this episode or watch this video, I love that. I love that so much versus some of the practitioners, especially early on in my daughter's journey, for example, when we were first in uh, in the the birth center and we were talking with the, the on-staff pediatrician there, she had a little bit of jaundice, which we found out jaundice can be caused from the vitamin K shot. And in the state we were in, we were unable to do the vitamin K drops, which are much more superior to the shot. So unfortunately, we had to give her the vitamin K shot. Then she got jaundiced. Then they said, well, if the jaundice doesn't come down, then we're going to have to do this light therapy where it's very, very, very intense lights. So what I do, of course, I bring my laptop to the center. I jump on it. I start researching journals. I pull up a journal from the American Journal of Pediatrics, Sunlight versus Light Therapy phototherapy. What the conclusion was, sunlight is just as effective, if not more effective than phototherapy. So the the doc keeps pushing and pushing and pushing. She won't let us out out of the center until the jaundice is under control. And I say, well, I'd like to discuss sunlight with you. If you can just get allow us to get the baby outside into the sun, she's going to be just fine. And she goes, no, that's not true. It takes phototherapy. Sunlight is not effective. I said, I said, okay, hold on. I pull up my laptop, pull up this journal. Look, here's the journal. It was like, I don't know, 2015 journal. It was like a year old at the time. And I say, here's the journal, sunlight proven to be just as, if not more effective. Oh, no, no, no. I don't, I don't want to read that. No, no, no. Get that, get that out of my face. I only read journals from the American Journal of Pediatrics. I said, that's where this is from. And she goes, oh, well, it's like, what? You don't even have anything to say. Like, what's, what's your story? What's your takeaway? And she had nothing to say. And so if you've got a practitioner where you try to present information to them and they just freeze up like that and they freak out, fire them. Fire them immediately, please. If you're a client of mine and you've not sent me some information, please send me some information. I love learning. You know that. I'm addicted to learning. I want to help you guys. I want to continue to evolve my skills so that I can be 
you know, the most skillful practitioner on the planet. So therefore, eventually I can train other people, my methods and help thousands and thousands of more people. Because for me, by myself, you know, I'm limited in helping a certain amount of people per year because there's only so many hours in the day. So I'm eventually going to train more people. I know a lot of you've emailed me and said, hey, can you help me to learn about parasites? I'm an ND or an MD or I'm so-and-so and I really need help with gut protocols. Yes, stay tuned. I eventually will put out more information, but I want to get another couple thousand cases under my belt first because I'm always continually evolving and refining my strategies and stage one protocol, stage two, stage three protocols. I kind of have a step-by-step process that I'm creating that's very, very effective, but I'm not ready to release it yet because I'm still always improving on it. But yeah, so, so that was my point there. Is just find a practitioner that's going to listen. And if you corner them with research and they back away, then get rid of them, please. I could say much more mean things, but just get rid of them. That's the simplest approach. And then lastly, well, last piece of advice do I have for you? I would say just make sure you're listening to your gut. You know, I tell a lot of my clients, you're the boss. They say, Evan, you know, what about this supplement here, these adaptogenic herbs? How should I take these? I say, well, with adaptogens, it's hard to mess up. You could do them before lunch. You could do them before breakfast. You could do them in the middle of the day. I actually spoke with a nurse last night who's a client of mine. She's going to be working third shift. She's going to be working 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. She goes, Evan, what do I do? Like, how do I, how do I work through the night? And how do I utilize the adaptogens? I said, well, there's a couple schools of thought. You could take them in the middle of the night during your shift. It's going to help you. You could take them right before you go to bed, like ashwagandha, so that we're helping to try to modulate that cortisol response as much as possible. You could take them in the middle of the day, right before you go into work. I said, it's, it's really tough to mess these up. I said, so I want you to use your gut feeling, use your intuition, and you tell me what you discover. And sometimes that scares people because they say, well, you know what? I'm coming to you because I want that timing advice, which for every other protocol, I do give timing and dosing information, but for adaptogens... I give a general framework, but sometimes I say, look, it's up to you. You're the boss. Use your gut feeling. And then they'll come back and they'll say, Evan, you know what? I was a little bit scared at first to try to play around with the dosing and timing, but I figured it out. I tried this after breakfast and here was my result. The best time I figured out was right after lunch before dinner. I'm like, great. That's awesome. And so listen to your gut feeling. If someone is encouraging you to use your gut feeling, go with it. If someone's not encouraging you to go for your gut feeling and they're just basically saying, this is the end all be all, don't question anything, just do what I say, that, first of all, that's not as fun. It doesn't involve you. It doesn't make it as much of a relationship. And maybe some people want that. Maybe you just want to be told exactly what to do. But I like to give my clients an opening. I like to give them a pivot point where if this happens, let's change this. If this happens, let's tweak this. Because there's always options. There's never anything set in stone. I was just reviewing emails before I started this little rant here, and a woman from Australia with Lyme disease emailed me, and she says, Evan, my integrative GP says, I'm stuck with this. I'm just going to have to deal with it. And I said, you know what? I despise that answer. That's not true. I'd be happy to help you. Here's the link. You can schedule yourself. Let's chat. When you get an answer like that, that's it. It's all over. You heard the interview I did with Dr. Nasha, didn't you? Dr. Winters, the naturopath who had, I believe, what was it, a four or six-month expected lifespan about 20 years ago. She had stage four cancer. They said, you have four to six months to live, prepare. That's BS. She's 20 years later, look at her. She's thriving. She's teaching other practitioners. She's got an oncology practice. She's helping other people with cancer now. So if she would have taken that note that you're screwed, prepare to die, then who knows? Who knows if she would have believed that, but she didn't believe it because her gut feeling said, no, that's not true. 
And that's why I want you to really, really listen to your gut. Now, yes, your gut feeling could be off. If you've got bacteria, you've got parasites, you've got yeast, yes, they can modify neurotransmitters and you can be not your normal self if you have infections. I know for me, my gut was off. I had H. pylori, I had Pseudomonas, I had Proteus, I had Giardia, I had Cryptosporidium, I had a massive Candida overgrowth. Everything I work on with people in the gut, I've dealt with personally, so I know how it can modify your brain chemistry. It can make you have mood swings, it can make you depressed, anxious, have sugar cravings, it can interfere with your sleep, cause cyclical insomnia, it can mess with your bowels, causing constipation or diarrhea. That's why the gut is such an important foundation to focus on and why I run a stool test, if not two stool tests, on every new client because there are so many common issues there. So we can fix that gut feeling if you feel like that feeling's broken. I hope you enjoyed this, this little one-on-one time with each other. It really means a lot for me to speak to you like this and really just get this stuff off my mind and to you because I think it's encouraging and it's a message of empowerment that, yes, you can do it. Yes, you probably have more information. Yes, you're probably smarter than you give yourself credit for. So I really want to encourage you, be strong, be proud, be honest, be truthful, be confident because those qualities go a long way in every aspect of life, not just health. People email me like, Evan, your YouTube videos are like half education, half motivational speaking. I'm like, yeah, you know, one day I'd like to to travel and do a motivational speaking tour. But I just, I don't like traveling that much. You know, all the issues with flying and radiation and EMF and people's perfumes. And it's like, uh, I can do a traveling Skype thing. How's that? <laughs> you know, they don't want that. They want me in person. So anyhow, enough of me. I would love to have some feedback from you. If you want to reach out to me on my Facebook page, if you just look up Evan Brand, if you reach out to me on Twitter, just look up Evan Brand. Either way, I just want to hear from you because if you like these little off-gassing of my brain type one-on-ones together, then I'll do more of these because it, it really means a lot for you to to be here and to listen to this message. Now, let's talk with Megan. It's going to be about a 15-minute interview I called her up, so she was on her phone. The audio quality is pretty darn good, and I just checked in with her about the hurricane because she got hit in Houston, how things are going, what the update is, and then we talk a little bit about Megan's story, why she got into nutritional therapy, and then how we're going to continue to elevate your success and your health. I hope you enjoy it. If you need anything consult-wise, you need to look at my professional-grade supplement formulas. Visit my site, evanbrand.com. Here we go. Megan, first, thank you so much for helping me and people seem to really love you. I'm definitely very grateful to be on board and um, I'm just happy to definitely take some of the workload away from you so that way you have more time to do your thing and, and really help people. So it's super cool for me on this end as well. Sweet. All right, so let's talk about Houston a bit. What's what's the current status? Now, we're getting hit with the hurricane in Kentucky now. So we've got massive winds. It's cold. It's cloudy. It's rainy. So does that mean the storm has passed and you guys are just dealing with the after after effects now or, or, or what's the deal? The storm here in Houston is pretty much cleared up. Definitely now just begins the restorative phase. So the hurricane, as you know, everyone knows, definitely hit us really hard. And we've got a lot of areas that are still underwater. Up until, you know, yesterday and Wednesday, people were still being evacuated from their homes that were actually trapped inside. So like you said, they've got a lot of, you know, others out here helping out. So they've just been still pulling people from their homes. I know there's still people up at NRG, the shelter there. We're definitely still feeling it, but the rain has stopped. The sun is shining, which is nice. And um, the water has definitely receded in a lot of areas, which we're all very grateful for. So, you know, and I definitely was 
very blessed and lucky because at my house in the Jersey Village area of Houston, so we were very fortunate to where at my home, um, there was no water damage to our house. And we actually didn't feel the hurricane as you know prevalent, obviously, as a lot of these other places did. We had some major flooding in our backyard and definitely all along the street. From Saturday until Wednesday, we were actually trapped inside of our home. We couldn't go anywhere. The roads were flooded just everywhere. But it was nuts because we had the TV on and... We saw like all of these, you know, apartment complexes and homes and people just being evacuated because they were completely flooded, like up to their waist and their chest even. Like I said, we just were blessed and lucky we didn't feel any of that. So how's your chickens? How many chickens do you have again? Uh, so we have 12 chickens. And, and they all made all it. of them, yeah, they all made it. They're all doing great. So we actually built like a little pen on our porch just so that they could have somewhere to come, like, you know, get out of the wind, get out of the rain. And they were there for the entire, like, five days that we were locked down in our house. So, needless to say, they are all great, but there is chicken poop everywhere. So. <laughs> That's good fertilizer. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's good fertilizer. Unfortunately, it's on the concrete. So, oh, we'll, uh, okay. we'll, yeah, but we'll be cleaning that up. But, yeah, every, everyone at our house is good. Chickens are good. Dogs, cat, tortoise. Everyone, you know, everyone's good. So we got, we're blessed. We're very lucky. That's great. All right. So let's talk about nutritional therapy for a bit. How did you end up becoming an NTP? Like what led you? I mean, you know about my journey, but what's your journey? My journey, what got me to be an NTP was I really, my, my interest in nutrition began in about 2010, where I started working for an all natural protein shake company down in South Florida. So I was doing their marketing and events and we were just sponsoring athletes and they actually trained me on just nutrition and like pre and post recovery for athletes and all that kind of stuff. So beyond that, I mean, before that, I should say, I really wasn't super into like nutrition. I mean, I worked out here and there and I ran, but I wasn't really, you know, into it. And then that's kind of what definitely sparked my passion and interest. And then moving forward, I was in Austin, Texas, and I had graduated with a geology degree and was working for Apple as a GIS technician. And I just, you know, wasn't really loving my job, kind of working for the man at Apple. And I had always had that passion for nutrition. And I actually had always just kind of, you know, helped people along the way with different advice and stuff like that. So I kind of thought to myself, like, you know, I'm not really loving what I'm doing. And I, I, I really always had an interest for nutrition. So I'm just going to kind of follow my heart and see where it takes me. And um, I basically just reached out to one of my best friends, his mother, and she sent me an email from Nora Delegatas. Yeah, Nora. Yeah, she's um, a friend of mine. Yeah, she's so she actually was a friend of my um, friend's mother. And so Nora had sent my friend's mom an email a while back, basically recommending different like nutritional programs. The Nutritional Therapy Association was actually one of the programs that she recommended in that email. So it was pretty cool. It was kind of just by fate. It fell into my lap. It was pretty cool that Nora was the one who originally recommended it as well, now knowing who she is and following her work. But so I looked into it, and I basically just kind of like signed up for it, not knowing what I was really getting myself into. Obviously, started the program, immediately fell in love, knew that this was my calling and what I want to do with my life. Now I'm, I'm here. I'm a certified NTP, which I'm super excited about. But my journey is kind of an interesting one because, you know, growing up, I was definitely on the standard American diet. I just remember like the cookies and the ice cream in the in the house. My mom always, quote unquote, feeding us pretty healthy with like chicken and stuff, but definitely always had acne issues. And in high school, I had some depression and, you know, just growing up with these different signs and symptoms that now I can look back and definitely correlate everything that was going on with my diet. I'm just 
you know, super blessed that I don't have anything serious health concern issue going on, but now I'm just excited to move forward and definitely help people with all the knowledge that I've gained and learned. Well, I look yeah, forward to getting you tested too. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm super excited about that. So I've never had any functional testing done, so I can't wait to see what that reveals. Yeah, so Megan's been helping me with all of the lab testing and making sure that all of our clients are getting their labs in a proper manner. So if you got an email from Megan, if you're a client and Megan sent you the labs, then that's why she's awesome because she's helping to keep all those managed because it, it's it's quite a lot of work. And then Megan's like, Evan, look, when are you going to test me? Like, come on, I want to figure out what's going on. So we're getting her, mm-hmm. we're getting her taken care of. We're going to figure out what's going on. See if you've got any underlying root causes that we haven't found yet. I suspect everyone does. I, I yeah, as you know, I consider everyone guilty. And as you and I look at labs together, we see so much that I'm going to say you're guilty until proven innocent. Exactly. So we'll I'm gonna see. 100% agree with you. Yeah. Well, well, it's a lot of fun. Definitely. Thanks for giving people some of your story. Now you guys know the voice. So most of the time, people call in. They're like, "Hey, I've listened to you, Evan, for six months or a year." And I thought, you know what, Megan, we need to get you on here because people are like, "Well, who's this mystery Megan girl?" So thank you for your time and thanks for sharing your story. And uh, Megan's also doing the nutritional therapy piece of my practice as well because. I'm so busy with the functional medicine piece that sometimes I don't have a full 30 minutes or a full hour if I'm going over three or four lab test results. That alone can take 45 minutes to an hour, and I just don't have two-hour time blocks available where I could just go an hour on nutrition and an hour on the functional medicine and protocol piece. So that's what Megan's here for too. And so if there's uh, help that you need in terms of dialing in the diet and creating meal plans and us moderating the AIP approach, we're reintegrating foods, we're going through the phase one, two, three, four of reintroduction of foods, Megan is going to be your gal for helping that. So if you end up talking with her, then expect that's what you guys are going to do together. And you're going to be able to get a diet where you're not as frustrated and you're not as confused. I mean, so much of what her and I deal with are people that are confused about what to eat because they hear this blog or this podcast or this supposed expert. And then they're like, well, I thought I could eat XYZ food and now I can't. So her and I are really going to help you to get dialed in about what's actually working for you, what's not working. And then of course, when we stack that nutritional therapy piece on top of the functional medicine piece, that's where we really get the synergistic effect. And so Megan, thanks again, because you're really helping to help my people get better faster which time is of the essence in some cases. So definitely thanks for all your help. And I sincerely am grateful and appreciative of you. Yeah, most definitely. I'm, I'm excited to be here to help everyone walk through their journey of health. Cool. Well, maybe we'll do a follow-up depending on how comfortable you feel discussing your poop with people. We'll do a follow-up <laughs> and chat about what we found on your on your lab testing once we get all this stuff straightened out and see if you show up with some stuff. And then we'll talk about protocols and approaches and and how we're going to fix it if we find anything that's that's going on yeah i I think as an ntp um the poop talk is something that i've become totally comfortable with so i'm open to poop talk i know that's the thing i forget (laughs) i forget like kind of our background and everything sometimes and i forget about how deep in the trenches i am with bodily fluids that if i'm talking to a random person about diarrhea they start to like giggle like a little kid and i'm like oh, I forgot you're an average person that doesn't really care to look or think about your poop. But 
most of you guys listening, you you already know that it's important, and so the poop talk is is pretty fun, and that's where the magic happens when we're talking about tracking progress, is you know stool consistency and all of that. So for me, it never gets old; it's always fun. Now collecting the stool, that's not the funnest part, but I do it multiple times a year myself, just because I'm always wanting to make sure that. For one, for a long time, it was that I was reducing my infections, and now it's making sure that I stay infection-free. Now that I've cleared all the parasites and H. pylori and Candida and Pseudomonas and Proteus and all that stuff I had in my gut, I'm, I'm so glad that that all that stuff is gone, and I want to continue to maintain a healthy, a healthy gut, healthy microbiome. So anyhow, I'm just rambling at this point, Megan. Any last words that you'd like to share with people before I let you go? Definitely. We covered a lot, and I'm just, you know, so excited and grateful to, uh, to be here with you, Evan, and basically to help you with your clients and to get them healthy and reach their goals. Well, these are your clients, too, so it's not just mine. These are your people, too. You're playing a big role, and so don't, don't ever underestimate what you're doing because you're massively helping out people too and going to continue to to put more and more and more weight on your shoulders because people need your expertise and I'm, I'm glad that you ended up going the full NTP as opposed to the NTC because a lot of people they go the NTC route for those listening if this sounds like mumbo jumbo you lose the functional <laughs> hands-on piece so Megan's had some of the same functional hands-on training as myself, the functional evaluation training where you can learn about different organs and, you know, she, she can hear certain symptoms and think, okay, based on this symptom, based on this palpation, et cetera, I can determine what's going on from a liver standpoint, a gallbladder standpoint, adrenal standpoint, thyroid, heart, brain, hypothalamus. There's a lot of different signs that when you go the further step to become an NTP like us, that you, you learn a lot more and you go much, much deeper into physiology and functional neurology and all of that. So that's a really, really important piece. Now, even though we're not palpating people because we're working online, these are still things we can help guide people on. Like, hey, I want you to check near your belly button. Is there tension there on your low right side where your liver gallbladder is? Are there issues there? You know, so we can kind of walk through this stuff over phone or over Skype with you and just to help you learn more about your body. Because if you start to feel yourself and you're noticing changes on a physical, physical level, that tells us about what's changing internally. So obviously we look at the piece of paper, we look at the biomarkers, we measure that, we test you, we retest you, we look at things improving, we look at symptoms getting better, but even sometimes you can notice things like people's guts feel softer, where before they had small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, they may have some type of pain around their belly button where the Bennett reflexes are, or they may have some type of uh, pain in between their rib cage, which is indicating, or at the bottom of their sternum, which is indicating a hypochlorhydria situation where someone has low stomach acid and enzymes, possibly due to an H. pylori infection. So when we combine all these tools together, the functional neurology piece, the palpations, the lab testing, the symptoms, the questionnaires, the nutritional therapy piece, this is really why my success rate is so high because I'm not just depending on one thing. I'm never, in, maybe... They say never say never, but I'm never intending to promote myself as just the gut guy because the second I do that, yeah, maybe I'll sell more books and it sounds it sounds sexier if you go on CNN to go promote yourself for 30 seconds, but that's not how you truly get people better. So when I find experts that they're using a microscope, but they're not using a hot air balloon to look at the issue at the same time, if they're just using the microscope, they're missing stuff. 
And this is why they end up with us because they've not had a zoomed up picture and a zoomed out picture at the same time. And for me, I think that's what it takes to actually make sure you've got all the puzzle pieces on the table and you're, you're actually getting to the root, but you're also looking at these other pieces that get missed too: the diet, the lifestyle, the stress, the sleep, the relationships. How well do you love yourself? Do you take care of yourself? Do you schedule time out for yourself? Do you do massages and Epsom salt baths? Any one of those pieces, and as you know, Megan, from our training, any one of the pillars that are not there, if you've got a house and you've only got three corners that are secured with the foundation, that house is going to collapse. And so for us, not only are we going to take the pillars that that we were taught on, but I've created many, many more pillars to my houses that we build as well. And the extra pillars are what gives you the long-term stability, the longevity, the quality of life back. So uh, anyhow, Megan, thanks again. And I'm sure we'll, we'll keep talking, but I'm going to press stop on the record button. So say bye to everybody. All right. Bye guys. Hopefully I'll be talking to you soon. All right, that's it. I literally put Megan under the gun. I think she performed quite well under pressure. I said, hey, I'm going to hit the record button. We're doing a podcast, okay? She's like, okay. (laughs) That's probably her first podcast ever, I'm assuming. So, Megan, if you're listening, we'll do more together as you desire. In the meantime, if you'd like to schedule with myself, with Megan, you'll end up talking with her if you schedule that 15-minute call. She's going to walk you through kind of the approach, the step-by-step process, listen to you. Of course, that's important. Got to hear what's going on with you to make sure we can help you. You can schedule that at my site, Evan Brand, E-V-A-N, Brand, B-R-A-N-D, EvanBrand.com. I'm going to be announcing, well, no, I am announcing it. What am I saying? I'm announcing right now, I'm going to give away a huge box of books. I've got books here. I'm looking over them. Right now, I've got a functional medicine coaching book. I've got kitchen intuition cookbook. I've got the primal kitchen cookbook. I've got the metabolic approach to cancer by Dr. Nasha. I've got Dave Asprey's bulletproof diet book. I've got the fibro fix book by Dr. David Brady. I've got the Alzheimer's antidote and on and on and on. I've got literally probably 20 books that I'm going to put in a priority mailbox and I'm going to ship it to someone anywhere on this planet. To get entered, all you have to do is review my podcast on iTunes I believe we're over 220 or 250 reviews worldwide, which is incredible. Five stars. That's awesome. Thank you. I've never begged anybody to give me five stars. I just say review what you think the show deserves, and all of you guys have given five stars. So thank you so much. I'm going to announce a winner when we hit blank number of reviews. So as soon as this magic number in my head gets hit of the number of reviews on iTunes, I'm going to scroll through all the reviews. I'm not going to pick it based on how much you kiss my butt and say, oh my God, this show's the best ever. That's great. I would love to hear that if that's how you truly feel, but I'm not going to select you if you fluff the review more. Just give me your honest feedback. Much appreciated. Give me the amount of stars you think my show deserves. And based on a random selection, maybe I'll even just let my daughter randomly touch my laptop screen and, and pick one. And then we'll announce the winner on the show. I'm going to send you literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of books that are awesome and that I've read. I just don't need them because I've read them and I'm done with them. So I'm a minimalist. I got to free up some space. I got to get rid of these books because I'm just looking at them and someone else could be benefiting from this information and knowledge. Go on iTunes. You may be able to do this on your iPhone. I'm not 100% sure if you listen on Android or some other device. Well, look, you've got to go on the iTunes app on your computer. That's the only way to do it. Type in Evan Brand, find my podcast, click the little button under my face that says write a review 
you type in the stars, you type in the, the review, and then you hit submit. You're done. If you need help, just go on YouTube. Type in how to leave a review on a podcast on iTunes and just watch. I guarantee there's a one or two minute video that will show you how to do it. I, I know you're smart. You can figure it out. When that happens, I will announce the, the winner and I'm going to send this straight to your door. And I've got some other little cool bonuses that I won't mention on air, but you're going to get some other little cool stuff in, your, in this care package. So review the podcast, schedule with us. If you need to reach out, we're here, we're waiting, we're happy to help you, evanbrand.com. We'll talk next week, all right? Take care, bye.